John, your um, audio and your camera for me is completely desynced, but that's okay. What? Okay. Fun. Let me check. No, it looks right to me. One, two, three. Yeah, it looks fun to me, too. Discord's being looks fun today. Oh, it that, is. It's synced up there. I, <laughs> I guess I'm we're going to see how this episode's going to go. <laughs> okay, sure. Why the fuck not? Seem, yeah, it seems good now. I don't know what happened. It, it, it caught up. Uh, how you guys doing? Hi. Hello. Uh, Rip Daft Punk. Yes, I'm disappointed. That's how I'm this doing. Sucks. Oh man, that was that was a bummer to wake up to, for sure. Um, but you know, I guess I guess all good things come to an end. I don't know where where do you guys where are you guys landing on that? Yeah, I don't care. I'm sad, but they hadn't put out their own solo stuff in a while, so I guess I get it. A lot of my favorite bands are still going and have been putting out shit for the last 20 years, so I couldn't care less about a uh, group going out when they're still on top and beloved. Because most of my groups go out when somebody dies or they just start sucking so much nobody buys their shit anymore. But now it just means that's like, fair. Honestly, it's yeah, it's nice that they're still liked. Yeah, like Tron Three is not going to have Daft Punk in it. <clears throat> it could have one of them. We don't know. Yeah, that just sure. seems like a bummer. I don't know. You're right, and it could only be one because the other one exploded. So uh, I think that's from their their movie, if I remember it, correctly. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Which I've actually not seen that movie. I haven't uh, so either, but I I recognize that scene. Mm. Yeah, it was sad though watching that scene, man. It like it was so much expression in that expressionless helmet yeah. when he <laughs> when he presses the button that I guess they have a self destruct at all times just in case. You you never know when they don't they don't want their secrets to get out. That's true. Yeah, like you can't get captured. They're gonna take your mask off. Exactly. So you gotta kill there's, yourself. There's no Geneva Convention wherever they live. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Ever, what's your favorite uh, Daft Punk song? Ooh, probably one more time. As cliche as it is, if I'm going like specific Daft Punk, I like Around the World quite a bit. But it's honestly probably anything from the Tron Legacy soundtrack because I really like some of those songs. That was a good soundtrack. That was yeah, and they soundtrack. and they came out with like a like remixed version of it that was like even better. Oh yeah, no the 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 remix soundtrack they put out where they had all their like all their other musical friends involved. That was an amazing album. It's so good because it takes like because like the original one's like a soundtrack soundtrack, and then they're like, what if we made every track like a dance track? And wow, it's so good. That is such a good album. So that's my favorite. Paul, yeah. did you say a favorite? Um. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Oh, yeah, good no, that's classic. Yeah, that's a great one, too, for sure. Second one would be one more time, probably. That's the one, like, I really got into. But uh, <clears throat> the other one I liked a little bit more, I think. One more time is also very good. Which, John, I saw you, like, retweeted how they, like, made that... Uh, that like breakdown. That's such a cool little yeah. video. That, that is was so cool. So neat. Yeah, that was that's so neat. 
that's very those men are artists so that's you know that's what you get for sure uh yeah anyways on that note uh paul i also wanted to hear your thoughts before we begin the show you watched the monster hunter movie i did i wrote up a full like essay about it so you could actually read my thoughts on it bit by bit it's uh uh, do you want to share anything bad yeah it's bad (laughs) yeah and i liked it okay where does it rank in the like movie the video game movie hierarchy for him specifically his video game movies i just think any of them like first off let's get a basis what's the best video game movie in your opinion um see it's hard because for a long time it was mortal kombat because i loved it growing up and rewatching mm. it it still has a charm to it but that movie's also fucking trash like <laughs> it's but it's it has charm but like it's garbage um I like probably Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> okay. Honestly, Which, it's kind I of mean, like a comic book video game hybrid thing. Yeah. I would say it's like a video game movie, not a, not a movie based on a video game. Sure. Um, a movie based like on a video good. game. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's too good. Like, of course it would win. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that there's necessarily any one that's good. But there's different ones that I like because I like dumb bullshit sometimes that is just fun. I might say I it might say still be Mortal Detective Kombat. Detective Pikachu might be the best one. I also didn't hate okay. Prince of Persia when I saw that. I've only seen it once, though, and it was a while ago, so I don't know how well that one does. John, what's the best video game? I'm movie? team Mortal Kombat, and I have also yeah. watched that recently and still love it. OK, sure. OK. All right, so we got a bit of like a baseline. Where does it rank in there, Paul? It is about the same quality as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Campy shittery. No, that movie's fine. (laughs) That's a reaction. Annihilation or or Monster Hunter? Both. They're both fine, but like bad. It's really bad, dude. I'm impressed you even say anything good about Annihilation. No, it's fine. No, it's I don't fine. respect. I don't respect <laughs> a lot of video game movies because video game stuff to movie is fucking stupid to begin with. So I'm okay with stupidity as long as they kind of get the like. That's the thing I recognize, and that's kind of what Monster Hunter does. There is a part where one of the Palicos is like being flirty with Mila Jovovich's character, and that's weird because she's not turning it down. <laughs> Huh, okay. I mean Yeah, well, I don't know. Someone man. else is young, I guess. <laughs> I sure. Sure. Hey, yeah. here's hoping um, for this, the uncharted. This discussion movie. went a direction I didn't expect, so it it was uncomfortable. <laughs> it's super uncomfortable. Does it look yeah, cool? Yeah, I didn't like, like that. Are the, are the monsters cool? Yeah, it's Yeah, there one of the big criticisms people have about it is there's not very many of them in there. And that's kind of the part I thought was funny that they did because it's kind of like playing Monster Hunter. Like one hunt took like an hour of the movie and then everything else happens in the last half an hour. Like everything else. 
Every, okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it, they're fighting a giant fucking monster. Of course, this is going to take forever. Like, why would there be like an army of different monsters here right now? Um, but a lot of people don't like the fact that they only represent like two monsters the whole movie. The last one is weird how quickly they get through that shit. But yeah, I don't know. That is a thing that I wouldn't recommend to anybody <clears throat> except for me. So what um do they do they make any like super specific game references? And I'll give you like an example of kind of what yeah, my mind the whole thinking. thing in in the Mortal Kombat trailer of he has to say get over here and he and he says it is there something like that in the movie where it's like that is they just needed that because it's in the game uh the one thing that they should have done properly is they didn't do the cooking scene right there wasn't like a good theme when he was roasting up some meat and he didn't go yum at the end or anything like that which is <laughs> okay. probably was probably necessary sure uh, okay, I it's all that. just it's all just visual shit of like uh the weapons look like stupid bone weapons but it, they also look like shitty props because that's what they are essentially um she like accidentally starts going into like demon mode as she's like practicing with the daggers like it, there's dumb callbacks that if you only know about if you've ever seen or played monster hunter so like a casual person going in, no, there's no callbacks to it. But people that are in the know will recognize shit in there. So, I think yeah. I'm gonna save my uh, my twenty dollars, my full fledged movie rental money. Uh, yeah, not, no, you shouldn't spend money that. on it for sure. I mean, I gotta, a, I gotta a free work rental myself or something. Up. Yeah, yeah, free rental for sure. Right now, though, I'm kind free of in a rental. mode where I need to like work myself up to withstand the Snyder cut that's coming in a, in a month oh, or so. Oh, God, that is soon, isn't it? So, yeah. That, that's, yeah. like, in April, I think, and I'm going to watch it because I need to know. I, 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 part of me just needs to know, but guess what? Justice League is a terrible movie, so I got to steal myself for that. Sure. I still haven't seen that movie just in general. Cut, wow. Snyder cut or not. Yeah, you I, shouldn't, but, like... right. Are you yeah. planning to watch the Snyder cut? Like, not really, because I haven't seen the other one. So it's it's a weird dichotomy of I don't really want to watch either. But if I was going to, I would want to watch the quote unquote new or good one. But to really understand it, I should watch the other one. It's this weird like catch 22. Yeah. That, See, I don't even know if you could say like the newer good one. It is the newer one, but it's also like more of the really bad one. So it might be it's probably worse. Like, well, Justice isn't the League theory already- that it was bad because that he passed it off and this is going to be the good one? Isn't that what people are like going on? I mean, on? I think that's what people who like Justice League kind of say, like, you know, are trying like to the, like the yeah, weird sure. fanboys. I think <clears throat> what's I think it? Justice League is just such a bad movie. There is no good version of that. What's so hard to with? Why do people have such a hard time saying this thing's a giant piece of shit, but I like it? Like who fucking cares? I don't like know, man. I don't why? Know. Well, it's because they're the basing their identities on it. Like that's that's all I that guess. Means, uh, swallow. Yeah. Like and also because like probably Justice everyone League, else so is telling them good. they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so who gives a shit? I I'm just I'm I'm spitballing here. I don't know. I guess we'll find sure. out. I'll find out. Well, I'll find out in four one hour long segments over the course of this year. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, 
yeah. well hopefully that it's uh hopefully it works out for them however wandavision has continued to be great oh it's, yeah so, it's fantastic i'm yeah i i don't that know how falcon Winter soldier is gonna live up so to good. it <laughs> that it was a good episode it was a good episode for sure yeah um all right let's do the podcast there's a lot of talking about this week this is the top down perspective for february 25th i'm sean booker paul fleck john wheeler uh john you got one game let's get you out of the way what well, have you been playing 100 orange juice uh nice. theme game from like a decade ago uh fun frustrating board game i just they added a new mode the other day so i've been playing it it's been fun oh what did they add they added a uh, like a bounty hunt mode is what it's called. You have to go around collecting uh, like different quest items or fighting specific quest monsters, and you earn fame by doing that. And whoever has twenty fame by the wins the game, basically. So it's they they replace like huh. kills and stars with that. Stars are currency to buy upgrades for your character. Um, you can buy any character's hyper if the store has it. You can level up stores to get better items and better results. It is. It, cool. it takes longer than a normal OJ game, but it's fun. Apparently, it's an old mode that they have, but they brought it back with with a new event now, and it's staying permanently. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's been fun. That's pretty much all I've been playing. Like right now, I'm playing Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, but I'm on the first stage. But I'm. It's also Ghosts and Goblins, so I'm probably going to be on the first stage for a while. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. playing it right now, and holy shit, it is harder than any other Ghosts and Goblins I've played. I set it to night difficulty, which is uh, one above the highest difficulty, or one below, rather, the highest difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, which well, they make it seem like, oh, if you've played Ghosts and Goblins before, like, pick this one. No. <laughs> no, this is not, they're not uh, comparable. Uh. I'm just curious if it's just the start is just rough for me, and I'm just out of practice, or what? But, like, I'm getting my ass handed to me. I haven't even gotten to a checkpoint. Oh, man. I mean, that sounds like Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. But like I said, like it's it's harder than I remember it being. And considering I say remember it being, I played it last week. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, the, the arcade Ghosts and Goblins in that Capcom pack. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't be struggling this much. Wow. All right. This ain't your grandfather's Ghost and Goblins, I guess. Sure, sure ain't. Apparently, it gets way harder. Oh, good. <laughs> the one trade-off you- is that you can actually take extra hits depending on your difficulty. The one I'm on, I get to, like, it, like his top breaks off. He's still got armored pants. Okay. Stuff like that. There's, like, a level-up okay. system in it where you, you find hidden, uh, like, umbral bees, I think is what they're called. And uh, you bring him back to a tree, and then you can hmm. upgrade Arthur with new abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, there's like a skill tree, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's no double jump, so it's not like Super Goals and Ghosts, which sucks, because that's the one I grew up with. So it's a, it throws me off a little bit only having a single jump. Sure. I played Makes one sense, for the yeah. Game Boy Advance. I don't remember which one it was. The Game Boy Advance one like actually it. took stages from all three of them, so... Okay. Hmm. Well, I didn't like that game. So, so, so you no. basically played all of them. Yeah. Oh, that was too much. <laughs> that is that is fair. That is yeah. fair assessment. Yeah. All right, uh, Paul. What have you been playing? 
the big one for me is Rogue Heroes Runes of Tasos or Tassos this week. This is Four Swords, uh, indie Four Swords that you can play Ooh. online with people. Ooh, um, it's super fun. It's really it works really really well. The it's a rogue light endless dungeon sort of thing. So it's dungeon tiles that they procedurally throw together every time you die. And it has the okay. rogue legacy thing of you go into the dungeon, you get a bunch of currency. In this case, it's gems. And when you die, you keep all those gems. You go back to town. There's a town builder aspect where you spend gems to build different little um, houses and different things, amenities for your town. And those amenities are stuff like a gym, like to get your fitness up, your stamina. There's a stamina gauge. Um, the weaponsmith that'll increase your damage with your swords, a wand person who will increase your damage with magic, etc. Right. So, yeah, it's meant to be played. There's only like, it seems, four major dungeons um, and then like probably an end dungeon, I'm assuming, because they kind of when you beat a dungeon, you get like the boss's um, emblem or something and it goes into like the central dungeon thing. And I guess that probably opens it up and then you do that as well. Um, yeah, it's super fun. The big, like it, you can play it alone and it works fine alone, but it's really built for having multiple people and working together to like do puzzles in the dungeon and like take on the dungeon together. It's cool. It's a very, very cool game. It's only like 20 bucks. Um, and it's on switch as well. So if that nice. sounds well, interesting, hey, if Nintendo's to you, not going to do it. I'm glad someone else is doing it. Yeah. I thought it was a little weird that it's on the Switch even, that they're like, oh, hey, this is definitely our idea <laughs> done by you guys. Here you go. Like, sure, why not? Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's very, very good. A uh, good way to spend 20 bucks, especially if you have some buddies that are willing to play it with you. Uh, the netcode seems pretty good so far. A few bumps here and there, but I was playing with a friend in Russia, so we always have weird hiccups and internet stuff when we play together i played um remote play with another friend in the states and it worked flawlessly also his it like his stats or whatever you can save on his character so his character still exists on my file if we ever want to play again so like yeah it just does a multiplayer thing well and uh it's a very cool game rogue heroes runes of tassos if anybody wants to look that up um Today, a game that has been in early access for a while called Breath Edge came out fully. So I finally loaded that up and it is basically Subnautica in space. So you are you, there was a crash. Um, well, it's a story based thing where something happened and you are talking to these like robot gangsters about what happened and you're kind of reliving, retelling your story. And that's like where the game starts. So I've only played a bit of chapter one where there was a crash and I'm kind of in this like derelict space ship thing that I have to go out in, into a bunch of like the other broken down spaceships and like just a giant graveyard of shit basically to collect stuff to build different things to like continue on and get to the like beacon that where, where I'm going to get picked up, I guess. And yeah, it's just space subnautica with a lot of humor and a lot of fourth wall breaking stuff, which could be funny or annoying, I guess, depending on who you are and what your sense of humor is. I found it pretty funny, so it's okay. fine. A lot of dad jokes and weird stuff like that. But at the end, 
at the end of the day, it's just a pretty okay survival game with a story going on in it. I'm going to say Breath um, Edge is not a great title. What is the Breath Edge? Yeah. Is, is that know. like a thing in the game? <laughs> is that is it referenced? No. So no. So far, nothing referenced there. Okay. The things that I know about the game in the character is that he loved his grandpa. His grandpa was also a fam- either a famous or just a well-known astronaut. Um, his grandpa loved a chicken like really love this fucking chicken and there's pictures of this chicken everywhere it's kind of one of those jokes that like goes too far at some point and it's just like yeah i get it chicken's (laughs) hilarious um but yeah i don't know the sense of humor is pretty good one of the things that really annoyed me is that you build this thing and i think it's just called like the thing you need to build for the devs so the devs can let you progress like it's one of those games where it's just like random dev crap that you need to build and like that's literally what it's called in your recipe book so i built it and then you're holding it and you're supposed to kind of like it's supposed to be how you do the tutorial of how to like gather stuff and then build a thing and what it is is a statue of a dick and balls because of course it is um with space made of space crap um and you're supposed to just quote okay yeah, you're supposed to install it, which is basically just putting it down somewhere on in your base or whatever. Right. Or there was another option where you can bash it in your head into it. So, of course, I chose that, killing me instantly and sending me back about 15 minutes worth of progress because the autosave is bad. And I was hey, fucking I mean, you, you picked it. I mean, you, you did it, man. <laughs> I know. On you. I know. I fool, know. Fool I know. once, fool me but twice. It was, it was infuriating. So that was a good lesson in that anytime I do anything, I have to manually save because I don't trust their save system at all. And uh, yeah, it's fine. It's a cute little game if you want Subnautica in space. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's all I've been playing. All right. I've been playing a whole bunch um, because I beat Cyberpunk this week. And then and yeah. from there, the floodgates opened. I was free. I'm not free. I still have sure. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Who am I kidding? Um, You're never getting through that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. dude, so I'm thirty. I'm thirty hours into Valhalla. Like, I'm I'm working on it. So you started the tutorial. Here. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I think I am still in chapter one. I think I actually. I'm sure am. you are. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Pe- anyway, people have Cyberpunk, said that it's longer finish. than the other ones. Yeah, Valhalla, that's so. what I've been told, and like. <laughs> Anyway, Cyberpunk. I beat Cyberpunk. I pretty much just mainlined the story. Um, okay. Man, the game is so broken. Holy smokes. You're playing it on I had, console, right? I'm playing it on the Series X. So, theoretically, the the best console you could play it on. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it is playable, but just the number of times it just, like, crashed or... Mm. things like glitched into something else or ui elements just stayed on the screen so it's like yeah all right well i can't really see how much ammo i have but yep i'm still playing so we'll keep going i guess (laughs) that Uh, happens wow it's like bugs where it's like i would like lose during a firefight and it would reload the checkpoint and i'd be inside the driver of the car driving us to the fight oh cool I haven't just, seen that just, one. 
yeah, every time I, cause I, I died on this one fight several times and it's like, oh, you're just still going to do it. All right. Well, okay. Okay. <clears throat> sure. Um, there was a fight in the final mission, not the final boss, but like this outdoor fight before that, that the game just froze on me and I had to redo. So that was pretty great knowing I was pretty close to the end and I have to redo this fight. Um, sure. But eh, yeah, I, it's not a huge deal, I guess. I'm going to assume like, by your tone, you only saw one ending, right? Like whatever. I, I've only seen one ending. Yeah. Okay. Can you see more than one in the game or just like, I yeah, actually, because like a, there's a point where you're on the roof talking to Keanu. You, right. that's like a safe point. You can just, that's where you make the decisions to uh, see the other endings. Okay. Right. Okay. I was wondering if that was the decision because my my friend asked me like, "Hey, uh, did you make your choice?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm not at that point yet." And then I sure. did the rest of it. And that point doesn't really seem like a huge like here's the choice thing. So I almost like felt like I missed the choice. Um, There's gonna be some that you just can't do either because you had to do all of the side quests for a character to unlock that uh, option. So, okay. like, there are some options where I should call this person to help me out or, like, this person owes me one or whatever. You're not going to have any of that if you didn't do the side Interesting. stuff. Interesting. No, I didn't. And I actually was thinking about going back and, and playing some of that side stuff because I'd heard a lot of the side stuff is really good. It's good. It's um, fun. Yeah. But I kind of I kind of just wanted to, like, get through it so I could, sure. I could kind of say I'm done with it for now. Sure. Um, Makes sense. Man, that game is just so insanely broken. Holy smokes. There was yeah. there was this one part where. Where you're you're playing as Keanu and yeah. you're going to you're going to do like a fight and like a guitar riff song starts playing. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I did that. And then you yeah. finish playing as Keanu and you go back to your normal character. The guitar rift never ended. Mm. So I was just oh. having like a one on one okay. conversation in real world with my regular character with another NPC while this loud guitar riff just kept playing over and over again. And I was like, this can't be correct. Right. So once I was finally out of that, I like yeah. saved my game and restarted it and it was quiet again. But I, pl I played like 20 minutes of the game normally with this annoying ass loop of a guitar riff. Oh man. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so many what bugs in this game that i've just never seen before like it's it's, it's crazy ridiculous yeah it's absolutely insane it's, for sure it is absolutely insane i'm happy i, I finished it though um yeah. so with that i started up spyro the remastered trilogy sure um yeah you know i was in like a cyberpunk mood so i was like yeah totally spyro. Yeah, yeah i feel it yeah makes sense uh, to i'm me. just been i've just been playing the first spyro so far i'm just gonna do them in order I haven't uh -huh. played Spyro before. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't have it on the PlayStation. Uh so I haven't played Spyro before. Spyro's way easier than I expected. Yeah. Like first one, my, yeah. My yeah. initial thought was this is going to be like a like a polygonal um like platformer, you know, like a like a Donkey Kong 64, you know, your Mario 64. I was assuming it was one of those. Oh. Um, no, it's just kind of run around and yeah. get a gem or two like yeah this is yeah. just this is like a baby game for babies it is well, yeah, this is sure. like if you ever go to crash bandicoot i feel you'll find that harder but i thought you already played some of the crash games i have yeah i played i've i played the remaster of crash and yeah. it is way mm -hmm. it's way harder and stuff like it's sure. it's almost kind of hard to die in spyro everything takes like one hit 
like yeah. it, it literally it literally kind of seems like is your kid like really young start them with spyro and then we'll work our way to mario uh which is where i kind of i was kind of thinking they were more kind of on the same level but yeah spyro is an easy ass game but that's fine i've been looking for some podcast games that aren't assassin's creed um <laughs> yeah this i will say though finding all these dragons these dragons are great yeah uh, they're also they also seem way cooler than spyro i keep being like can i can i play yeah. as you weird mm-hmm. Weird painter dragon. <laughs> You're playing or, the remastered version, right? Like the Toys for Bob I mean, one. Yes. Yeah. So they they have a lot more personality in that version than they did in the original games. They were just like regular ass looking dragons in the in the PS1 games. Oh, did they look like like Spyro, but just like a different color or something? Uh, <clears throat> not quite. But yeah, like they 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 looked pretty generic. You could like there was no real difference between any of them. And then the uh, remaster was like, let's just go crazy on the designs. Okay, yeah. No, those guys are great. They're all it's all voiced, which is really nice. It's a good looking game. Um and I am seeing in the chat, you know, you can go for the skill points. Skill points are definitely hard. There is a challenge in there if you want. Those flight levels are that's like the real challenge. Some of those are pretty ridiculous cuz the bosses are are stupid easy. Um mm. But uh anyways, I'm just going to keep going through that cuz why not? So, yeah, uh, it's it's a sure. good enough time. Uh I, I also finished Crash Team Racing. Did Just you actually finish it or are you finished with it? <laughs> I actually finished it. I have played okay, through that cool. whole thing on medium. I did not do any of the like pink gem collecting levels. Those are ridiculous and stupid. I don't like those okay. at all. Um, <laughs> I will say, though, as far as kart racers go, kart racers the genre is kind of known for being bullshit when it comes to like the rubber banding and just, you know, they can be you know, yeah. blue shell, re- green shell. Like it's known for this. This is the most bullshit one ever that I've played for a kart racer. Like, man, did I get pissed by the end dealing with some of these bosses? Like, holy smokes. I You have to get so good at that drift. I'm really good now compared to what I, when I started like, <laughs> well, crash team go. racing. But I just I'm probably not going to play that anymore. Like, holy smoke, some of those stages. It's like you got to get really good at drifting. Here's a bunch of 90 degree turns in a row. Oh, and by like I pretty much I picked I picked up on because every time you go through, like you get to one hub world and there's going to be like four or five stages and then there's going to be a boss race that's going to be happen on one of those stages, whichever stage you hated the most because it sucks. That's going to yeah. be the boss one. So I hope you sure. actually liked that stage because you got to get really really good at it while this guy in front of you who no matter how well you're racing he's gonna rubber band in front of you is just gonna throw boxes at you non-stop forever like, like yeah. holy smokes yeah yeah some th- th- that game is absolute bullshit it is ridiculous how rid- yeah i don't know man crash team racing is something else yep uh killer queen black finally came to game pass this week yeah, I've been I'm excited to play with some friends now. It's got they cross have no play. Excuse. We should we should definitely play. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. 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 Kill, man, it's just so good. Killer Queen is so good. I will say, though, I will say, uh-huh. don't pick Queen if you're not ready to be a good queen. Because you're starting to piss me off. Yeah. Like, for those who don't know, Killer Queen <laughs> sure. is, a, is a class-based, let's just put it as, think of it this way. It's a class-based shooter where only one of the characters or classes matters all that much. So if you're going to be that one, you better know what you're doing. 
Because there's so many times where I'm playing and I get a bad queen and it's like, are you kidding? What are you doing? Oh my god. Remember, you can just pick random and it might just throw you into the queen spot anyways. Yep, that's true. But I've definitely seen people who it's like, wait, we just did a whole round and lost because you were a bad queen. You're picking queen again? Like, you're just gonna, you're just doubling down. All right. This sucks. Holy smokes. Um, But yeah, it just, it looks great. It plays great. Uh, that Killer Queen Black is a great game, but I, I, I you know what? I got to play some ranked. That's the thing. I got to play with people who are like want to be a little serious about this and aren't p- picking Queen, uh, because it's the one that can fly. That's what I think I need to do. So, anyway, um, and then the last game I played this week is uh, I oh, hang on, did we lose the stream? That's what the, it seems like the chat, Paul's frozen. Paul is frozen. I think we've the lost chats the chat's dropping some F's in the chat. I think Paul is gone. <clears throat> cool. Just double checking uh, to see. Yep, we're back. One less, one less host. <laughs> we're going to finish the one show. One less host. But the host uh, that we lost was the one who was running the stream. So, yeah. Or, so it looks a little different now. Uh. Yeah. All right, what was it? What was I? Oh, I was talking about. Um, you were talking about Crash Team Racing I, last. I remember. I finished. Yeah, so I finished Crash Team Racing and I started Yakuza Zero. Yakuza Zero. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I want to I want to do the Yakuza's, and then I, so I was like, might as well start this. And then here's the crazy thing, is, um, my girlfriend's actually watching like all of it. Yeah. Which is just no. which never never happens. Uh, my wife loved so, Yakuza Zero. Reese loved Yakuza yeah, Zero. I I'm shocked that she's actually into it. And I told her I'm like, there's like there's like seven or eight of these. And she's like, okay, are we gonna play like through all of them? And I was like, I would love to, but <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves here. So, um, so it goes pretty slow because I only play it when she's in a watch, which is maybe like a, an hour every few days or so. Yeah, I'm in um, I'm in that same boat with Persona Five Strikers. I have it, but Reese wants to play it. So, all right, yeah. Um, so that's just going to be kind of on and off in the background and I'll check in with that. But um, anyways, uh, that's all I've been playing. So uh, let's do some news. By the way, Paul might join us if his internet comes back. So everyone cross your fingers that we get some Paul. If it comes back, yeah. Yeah. So I'll skip this first news story in case he comes back because I'm sure he'll want to talk about it. So let's talk about the state of play that happened today. Did you watch any of this? I did, Yes. Yeah, I thought this was pretty good for a half hour show. There was some cool stuff. It was all right, but I thought it was supposed to be 50 minutes. So when it ended at 30, I was like, oh, okay." I don't think they announced. I mean, Nintendo announced 50. So maybe Maybe that's what I was confusing it with. Yeah, yeah. 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 I do remember Sony said 10 games and I guess they did talk about 10 games. Right. Yeah, I know I was because I was like grabbing trailers and stuff for uh, for work. So I know there's like nine new unreleased games and and, uh, and then they showed Crash at the beginning. So. We got a list here. Let's let's go. Through. So they showed some crash. They talked about the next gen updates, which we had already kind of heard about. Um, that's like the least interesting thing. They showed some more Returnal, which is uh, House Mark, the Resogun people. I think this game is starting to look real cool. Um, yeah, I hope it's I not hope, I hope that it's, scary. I hope it ends up actually being super fun because it's been looking interesting. Yeah, I also feel like they're. Um, kind of on the ropes because I know they had to like pivot away from doing arcade games because it wasn't profitable. So I'm just kind of worried about the state of that company. Yeah, um, that's fair. 
So I'm hoping I, Returnal does well for them. I guess for those wondering about Crash 4, they said the PS5 update comes out like March 10th or something like that. And it uh, it's a free upgrade for those who have Crash 4, like the PS4 right. version. <clears throat> all right, all right. Uh, they showed Knockout City again, which we saw last week at the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, but this trailer made it actually look decent versus the di- oh, yeah? Direct trailer, which was just a fucking mess. Okay, all right. I, I This doesn't seem like a game I'm very interested in. That's but fair, but it, we'll it looked see. more interesting to me here than it did in the Nintendo Direct. Sounds like there's a, um, a cross-play beta coming pretty yeah. soon here. Uh, they announced a game called Sifu. I'm, I'm assuming that's how you pr- pronounce it. It seems to be like a hand-to-hand combat martial arts looking fighter of some sort with like a cool art style. I don't, I don't yeah. really know anything about this. It looked but. neat. That, that, I think the, they just showed like a minute long trailer of like your character like getting beat up and getting older. Yep. But like respawning and just doing more. So it looked it looked cool. <clears throat> Got a cool look for sure. Yep. Uh, Solar Ash. They showed more of that. This is the... Um, Hyperlight Drifter? Uh, Hyperlight Drifter, yeah. Uh, Heart Machine, I think is the developer's name. That sounds right. Yeah. I actually thought they that this game looked like a lot like the pathless in terms of how it was kind of moving around. And they kept talking about, we wanted there to be like a flow and that you're moving real fast momentum, yada, yada. So it got a lot of pathless vibes, but, uh, you know, Hyperlight drifter is great. So I'm looking forward to whatever these guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, then there was a new five nights at Freddy's game. Yeah. They okay. announced this last year. They just showed a, b- a bigger trailer of it with some actual gameplay. Okay. Looks messed up. It looked like Five Nights at Freddy's, but neat. Yep. It looked, definitely looked more interesting because you actually moved around instead of just staying in one room. Sure, right. Yeah, it looks more like it's kind of like there's a story going on because it was there was like there's more going on here than you realize. We're going to. Yeah. So who they knows? all say that all the Freddy games have that line. Oh, really? OK. <laughs> if they don't, they might as well. Line. They might as well if they don't. <laughs> uh, Odd World Soulstorm. Uh, yeah, yep. Lauren Landing did some VO for us. Yeah, another Odd World game. Looks like old, this one's uh, going to be a games. PS Plus game in April. So for, P- for PS Five, yeah, PS Five. So uh, you know, at least it's free for a lot of us. Sure. Uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits. I thought this looked great. Yep. I, I think this looks so good. Um, you know, polygonal kind of looks like a platformer kind of looks like a zelda like just with zelda or beyond and good and evil is the the line i kept thinking up more so okay sure uh definitely just a lot of glowing like i'm looking forward to seeing that with like yeah. hdr that looks like a really cool game um death loop looks so much fun yeah i really wish that game would hurry up and come out yeah did they even uh, say a date this time around i forget i don't quite remember but it got delayed there used to be a date I think that was supposed to be February and they delayed that game. Mm. Um, I could be mistaken, but I remember it, it had a significant uh, delay. But I, yeah, take as long as they need because that that game looks just so cool and fun. Um, and then big surprise was not expecting this Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Uh, Yuffie uh, showed up. Uh, no, you're not feeling it? I'm just, I'm just fucking work on the next part i mean i i'm sure they are so what this looks like is a side story that's happening at the same time as final fantasy 7 remake part one 
Yeah, so uh, Yuffie isn't in 7 Remake at all. She's one of the few playable characters from 7 that isn't. So they've made an extra chapter where you play as Yuffie as she's like sneaking into uh, Shinra specifically to try to figure out, try to steal some material and stuff like that. Apparently it's the dirge of Cerberus part of the of the Final Fantasy VII stuff. So I'm not familiar with dirge, so I don't know what happens storyline-wise with a lot of the stuff there. I don't either. I think they're implying it's a like a side story happening kind of in the background. Yeah, what it, it Vincent is. was doing. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a new character that Yuffie's hanging out with. I understand that's th- th- this person is not from Final Fantasy VII. I cannot remember their name. Um, I don't either. For a second, they're, I, one of the, they're one of the playable ones by the looks of it. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a HUD entry, anyways. The the two of them they're playing. Um, no word on pricing for it. No. My guess, my guess is thirty bucks. It's twenty square, to thirty. Are, so are we are we saying just the chapter or for interconnected? I'm saying like for for us, if we're gonna buy the new part of it, the new story part. I'm going to guess uh, 20 to 30 bucks American. 25. I'm going to go meet you in the middle. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, they did it's also square, announce so you're the, probably right. the PS5 upgrade. Uh, that game looks really nice. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to playing this new stuff on the PS5. Yeah. I believe it's a free upgrade. Free if upgrade, you have, but you have, if you have the physical or the other version of PS4 version of it, but you have to still buy the Yuffie chapter separately. Yeah, that's a yeah, which that makes sense. It's like brand new content. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't uh, I'm not surprised there. They are selling like bundled versions of it, which I was just trying to see people like do the math on what's like the cheapest way to get the new part. If you buy like the PS4 bundled version and get the free upgrade, then I think it's like 10 bucks cheaper wow. than if you buy like the PS5 version that includes it. I don't know. So there's a whole mess of stuff there, but. Honestly, I'm surprised we're getting more Final Fantasy VII Remake content a year later. Yeah, I honestly, I figured they would be too focused on the next part. But apparently they've been focused on a lot of shit based on what happened outside of that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, I liked that game. So just hanging out in that world more. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm I'm down. I figured this would be one of those like, hey, if you already own and play through Remake 1, when you get Remake 2, they would unlock this. One of those kind of situations. So... A lot less people would play that. So, yeah, this is this is going to get them way more money for sure. Um, Outside, that was the full stream. Yeah. Then they had a couple bonus um, announcements like a Final Fantasy seven battle royale. Yeah. Set place 30 years before uh, seven. Right. It's you play as a soldier and it's a battle royale. There's guns and whatnot. People are running around on chocobos and motorcycles. It's for phones. Why not? I, I yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really think I want to play it on my phone. I might have tried it out on my PlayStation. But weird. What a weird thing. And And, and talking about phones, they also announced. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis, which is a phone version of Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Uh, but also including all of the spin-off uh, stuff they made for 7 as well. So Advent Children, Before Crisis, Crisis Core, and Dirge of Cerberus are all in it. 
Oh, weird. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. So um, uh, it's going to have all the extra stuff from those games and stories. Like the trailer even shows like you playing a Zack. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I hadn't watched these trailers, actually. So I didn't know that. I assumed one because I had heard it as a, like because there was that Final Fantasy 15 phone version that was, you know, it's not the actual game. They kind of yeah. like they kind of like dilute it down to make it a phone one. And then eventually it ends up on switch. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure this will be on switch at some point. Yeah. But this is, this is actually looking at least like a JRPG. Like they showed the fights and they are turn based combat fights, but they also showed like you having Aerith in your party at the very beginning of the game. So I have no idea. Weird. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just so watching it's, the uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Yeah. It, I'd say give it a look. Uh, this is also coming out 2022, so this is not this year at all. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, keep your eyes on that. So, yeah, people are asking, where does Crisis Core fit into that? I don't know, because theoretically that would be first. But I doubt you're playing Crisis Core first. Yeah, no idea. So, I yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, continuing with some Sony news. Earlier in the week, they uh, Jim Ryan was interviewed big... Uh, um, big GQ interview. Uh, he he talked about a few different things, and then alongside it, he basically announced the next PlayStation VR headset. Not a lot of info at all with it, um, or dates or anything like that. But uh, we got a few things. It's not coming out 2021. The new controller is going to be inspired by the DualSense, which I'm assuming just means it'll have really good rumble and probably the triggers. Yeah gonna have a single cord so it's not gonna be wireless uh higher resolution better field of view and better tracking uh i think the big takeaways are it's not wireless because i know the oculus quest is super uh popular but i also understand they kind of want to utilize that horsepower from the playstation 5 i'm hoping they don't have to have another like one of those little breakout boxes to give it more power i'm hoping the ps5 is strong enough on its own but who knows yeah who knows because the the current PSVR is a mess of cables, uh, so we'll see. Um, makes sense. I think this is the most popular VR headset. I think the PlayStation VR one is. So I'm kind of the glad they're accessible still doing in a way. Well, I think that was actually probably the Quest now because you don't need anything else. You can just buy the headset for like three hundred bucks and you're done. So that's the cheapest way. I would I would say in my. Um, but I think it, the VR, the PSVR one sold the most. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, cur- I'm curious how that's going to deal with, because I know they're going to support legacy first generation ones. I'm curious how those will compare as, as an owner. I can't see myself buying a second one with how little I use my first one. Uh, okay, moving on this next story. This one's pretty interesting. So Bloodlines 2, the, uh, you know, it's been announced for a while. They've got tons of pre-order bonuses and whatnot. This last week, the uh, sorry, and this is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Uh, it has since now been handed to a different developer. Which is pretty crazy because of how deep into development this thing has been. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it is still a developer like within the same parent company. So it's not going like too far but just kind of the big story here is 
like this game is so far into into production like i said they they had like collector editions you could be pre-ordering and whatnot and it's being handed off so i'll just read this line here sec we have made the hard decision that hard suit labs will no longer be leading the development of bloodlines 2 which also means we will not be releasing in 2021 as previously planned um, since we cannot at the time communicate a new release date, we also decided to stop accepting pre-orders for the time being. I gotta wonder what happens this late into development where they slam the brakes this hard. Something must have gone real bad. Well, one one idea that I had seen getting pitched around is maybe it was in a not so great spot. And then everything that happened with Cyberpunk, they said, yo, we can't ship a broken game. Look what happens when you ship a broken game. And then got scared. I mean, that's fair. That's a fair That makes sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense to me, which I guess I'm glad. I'm kind of almost glad Cyberpunk has become like this word of caution and they'll stop and and companies are going to stop shipping broken games (laughs) because we shouldn't have to deal with that. Um. But like they're pushing it out of 2021. That's a whole year. What what is the state of this game? I am so curious what this game plays like right now. I don't know. It's got to be a mess, though, if they're pulling this move. For sure. Like what I have to assume is they had crazy deadlines going up the whole time. And there was someone or a small group of people saying we got to delay. We got to delay. And then, you know, higher ups were like, no, no, no. And finally, they said, look, if we don't delay, this is what's going to happen. That, that that makes sense to me, but who knows? I'm that's that's a weird story. That pretty much never happens. Yeah. Um speaking of Cyberpunk, due to the big da- data leak, which I understand has been pretty ridiculous over uh, yeah, I haven't uh, kept up with product this. red. I haven't kept it up too much, but I've been he- seeing tweets uh every now and then to the point like CD Project Red was telling its staff, you should probably contact your bank accounts. And just make sure everything's good and like really lock yourself down. Jesus. Um, So they're taking it seriously. It was pretty bad. As a result, their next patch, which was supposed to come sometime this month, they were they had a big patch for January, big patch for February. That's been delayed. It is now going to happen in the second half of March. So this big data breach has thrown a huge wrench in the patching and the development of Cyberpunk. Um, basically cause when they locked down after this breach, everyone's working from home. No one could work on the game. So from what I understand, all the developers basically got a unplanned two week vacation as they had to send in their laptops and stuff to make sure there's no weird virus and malware on it now. Mm. Cause they don't know how much the breach has happened. <laughs> These developers, man, my heart goes out for them. They cannot catch a break here. I can't believe like it's just escalated to this stupidity at this point. It just it keeps going like this train wreck keeps going and like the gift that keeps giving. This is it's man, this is so rough. But uh, yeah, I, I guess we'll keep watching and see how cyberpunk goes. Um, t- Speaking of train wrecks. Uh. I like the game Journey to the Savage Planet. Uh, that developer, which I don't remember the name, Typhoon Studios, got purchased a while back by Stadia. Um, 
beforehand they had released the game they got purchased they were working on porting it to stadia they did port it to stadia pretty recently and then as we all know stadia canceled its internal development which means they shut down typhon studios uh which led to a weird scenario of that game being pretty buggy on stadia and nobody was working or there was nobody left hired to fix the game because they let laid everyone off uh <laughs> So this came to light this last week. People were reaching out to publishers and publishers reaching back saying, uh, we don't actually own any of those anymore. All that game code and data is with Google. <laughs> we can't do anything with that. Um, that's like an email from 505 games. Eventually someone did come through and they did patch one of the m- bigger issues. I don't even know who that would have been. Because like, all I can guess is Stadia reached out to a former dev and said, hey, can we hire you as contractor for like, you know, 16 hours? Can you fix this? Because uh, I can't see anyone from that team out of the goodness of their heart. Fixing the game, who knows, but what a weird scenario that was. Um, I understand the game runs a lot better. This was this was this new story I'm seeing was updated a, a couple days ago. But what a weird scenario that is. This whole Stadia is just crashing and burning. Yeah. Like also just like, like on like a personal even, note. Can you even still buy the controllers at this point or is it just done? I don't know about the controllers, but Stadia as a platform is going to continue. They're going to continue bringing third party games to the service. So They're Stadia is not dead. Continue. Uh, as far, who know, that's, that's that the, is Google said. speak for it's got a year. Yeah, well, exactly. Who knows how long it'll go? All the only set in stone thing is internal stuff has stopped. So I'm assuming you can still buy the controller. But anyway, uh, people are asking, has Stadia done anything big? Nothing actually came out of the internal development from Stadia ever. Uh, So no. Um, Speaking of not coming out uh, last week or two weeks ago, we knew that Anthem next was being shown off to EA and they were making the decision. Should we continue with Anthem or sunset it? They have decided to end production of anthem it is officially dead i think we called this last week or two weeks ago we basically said like this is just performative at this point it's dead yeah uh, yeah pretty much i can't see it happening they they basically there was a blog post out there from one of the uh lead developers on it saying uh it, it was just you know along with covid there was too much strain put on this we weren't able to do this so we're not going to be fixing it uh you know, part bummer, definitely saw it coming. But uh, but now we finally know, just for closure's sake, that Anthem's not going to happen. Um, kind of some news that came a little alongside this about a day or two later. And this is pretty interesting, is uh, Bioware came out and mentioned that uh, Dragon Age 4, based on how well uh, EA's... Uh, or I should say Respawn's Jedi Fallen Order game performed and how poorly Anthem was received. Dragon Age 4 is actually no longer going to be a live service game and it's going to be a single player game. Oh, wow. Look at that. Learning some yeah. lessons. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty interesting to see. I'm sure a lot of uh, Bioware fans are pretty excited about that. I was watching, you know, Jason Schreier doing his reporting. Apparently a lot of people in the studio did, however, want this game to be a live game. So, it's not like they were fighting EA the whole time. Mm. Part of Bioware was hoping to make this a service-based game. 
Um, but regardless, they have pivoted on that based on the success, like I said, of Jedi Fallen Order and the not success of Anthem. Pretty interesting. So thanks to Respawn for saving Bioware. Um, in further Bioware news, uh, Henry Cavill, otherwise known as the guy who's currently Superman. And uh, uh, Gerard. Yeah. And, Gerald. And, uh, Gerald, and uh, Gerald. 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 Gerald, right? Gerald. Um, everyone's favorite mustache villain from Mission Impossible 6. Uh, posted on his Instagram, him getting into some makeup with a blurry document that I guess people used the internet to try and figure out some of the words. And in some of the words in there were characters and race names from uh, from um, Mass Effect. Which gets me real excited that there might be some kind of live action Mass Effect thing happening. Um, I guess the question, not for you, this would have been more for Paul, but who do you think uh, Henry Cavill is playing? I mean, it's probably Shepard, right? Yeah, with the, no way. With it's the not star Shepherd. power there. But but here's the problem. Shepard's a female. <laughs> so, I mean, how can how can Henry Cavill be playing unless he's playing Femshep? Henry which, Cavill okay. is playing both male and Femshep. He's well, that what good. A, I mean, I'm saying Henry Cavill as Garrus and then Femshep. That's where it's at. That's what I'm saying. I think that'd be great. Rex, I think he'd do a great Rex. I mean, there's no way he's not male, Shep. To be fair, um, Henry Cavill is nerdy enough. I could see him doing Garrus or Rex. That's true. He that he is a big nerd. Uh, I don't know. The idea of a live action Mass Effect one, that just gets me excited as a big fan of Mass Effect. We don't really know if it's even a real thing, but uh, I guess we'll all stay tuned for that. All right, some of these next ones are put in through the Discord uh, that I briefly saw. After a lawsuit, Epic refunds everyone who ever bought a loot box in Fortnite or Rocket League. Wow. Uh, I, I think they're going to get like 50 bucks. You'll automatically wow. receive 1,000 Fortnite B- V-Bucks or 1,000 Rocket League credits. Why did this happen? Because they lost the lawsuit, I guess. Yeah, but what was the lawsuit? And, well, about loot boxes in general, I guess. I, so, so I did see uh, some of the tweets. I'll read one of them. Fortnite said that, you know, we believe players should know up front what they are paying for when they make in-game purchases. This is why today we offer, we only offer X-Ray Llamas that show you the contents before you purchase them in the save, in Save the World. Okay. I guess they don't do loot boxes anymore. I didn't know that. And I guess uh, they're apologizing for having to have ever done loot boxes. because Everyone gets 50 bucks worth of loot box purchases, basically. Neat. Okay, sure. Nice. Uh, I guess a Halo series was announced for Paramount Plus. I'll believe it when I see it. Oh, that yeah, they announced a lot of things for Paramount Plus. They announced Frasier was coming back. Oh, I didn't see that. I did see the uh, trailer for Rugrats. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. I don't I don't like that art style. You don't like the CG? I feel like it's like the best way to carry over that art style, though. I think you keep the hand drawn. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved that. Um, I like how I opened up that up... article about for Halo and directly above it is the bringing back Frasier. Oh, really? OK. 
I'm trying to think what else did they announce. Um, anyway, uh, they br bring a bunch of the voice cast back for Rugrats, so I'm happy to see that. Yes. I don't know. I'll give it a try. I just don't also Halo. Also Halo. Yeah. Would you watch a Halo series? Uh, didn't they do one? They did one back around like Halo 3, Halo 4. Like a web series, right? Forward and a Dawn or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't a TV show, though, but it was like a web series, I think. So you're right. Yeah, I didn't watch that. It was supposed to be like a... Yeah, because like they were, Microsoft was doing some weird TV thing, and that was like one of the big things was the Halo series. I didn't think it ever happened. Like the like the big one that they were trying to do for like cable television. I didn't think that ever happened. No, any idea? Oh, yeah, you're right. It is... Uh... It was a web series, you're right. But it was called Forward yeah. Under Dawn. I actually had the name right. Okay. People are in the chat are saying it was great. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm not the biggest Halo guy, so easily over my head. Uh, this next one, yeah, I'm sure you're excited about. Uh, Dinosaur Planet by Rare for the N64 was released. Yeah, so this was cool. So for those that didn't see this, uh, Dinosaur Planet was the game that eventually turned into Star Fox Adventures. Right. So uh, before that, it was supposed to be on the N64 instead of the GameCube. And people found a late prototype of the N64 version, which was pretty far ahead, but not quite complete. It was uh, back when apparently Nintendo would want them to start putting Star Fox into it. So like they were just only just showing signs of changing one of the characters into Fox McCloud. Uh, the logo is missing and a bunch of other stuff, but it is otherwise very, very different from the uh, version that's on the GameCube and a very different game in general. So uh, there's a playable version. Uh, you can play it in some emulators, but most of them will have issues. Um, but if you have a flash cart for your N64, apparently it will work on actual hardware just fine. Uh, it is not completable at the moment because there's a bunch of... It's obviously not finished, um, but there's rumors that people are going to try to put it together in some way, shape, or form that could actually be considered a complete enough game to actually play through and see the full story that's in there. Oh, I bet it happens for sure. I mean, I would also have to assume the story is just going to be the same story as in Adventure. Uh, apparently it's different. Okay. I don't remember enough of Adventure. I don't think I finished and it. I never, and I never, I barely played Adventure, so. Yeah. Uh, I was definitely more of an Assault guy. I liked that one quite a bit. Assault was, was good. Yeah. Uh, that's super interesting. I, I'm, I'm surprised that this popped up. Also, I'm surprised it popped up so close to that golden eye. Uh, yeah um prototype popping up i wonder if those have anything to do with each other i don't think they do because apparently this was just they had a, a guy who was selling a, a bunch of demo discs that he had of like prototype software he found and that it was on there oh, okay cool um all right this next story is crazy uh, a 500 gigabyte ps4 may no longer be able to fit call of duty black ops cold That's war and Warzone on it so dumb <laughs> now there's two things about this first off that's crazy that's, that's this game is so huge second off it says may no longer how does how do they not know it seems <laughs> like it's they either know it's gonna fit or it doesn't these are just numbers maybe you don't have enough like other games on there maybe you <sighs> activision has said that players with a 500 gigabyte playstation 4 may quote need to make room quote 
if they wish to have the fully updated versions of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare Warzone present on one system. Those who own a standard PlayStation 4 with a default hard drive of 500 gigabytes may need to make room if they have the full versions with all the modes and packs installed. That is oh, it's if, you ha- it's if you have both the games. So you need to have Modern Warfare, Warzone, and Black Ops Cold War. So it is technically two games, not one like this headline yeah. makes it seem. Sean, I hate to do this. I have to step away for a moment. So do you, can you carry the rest of the, the podcast till I get back? Sure. Sorry, we're, I'm not we're dropping well. like flies. I'm not feeling well. I have to step away. I'm sorry. No, to, I'll, to, I'll, I'll do it. Don't worry. Finish sure. it, bud. Nope. Um, sh- solo cast. Here we go, guys. Let's do it. Uh, Frogger. I got. I saw this from a tweet from Jeff Keeley, who he says that there is going for the Peacock streaming service. That's NBC's streaming service. Uh, they're making a Frogger reality TV show. I don't. Quote, challenges range from dodging traffic to leaping over snapping alligators to hopping over hungry hippos. Uh, You can already sign up to be a potential contestant at uh, frogger.castingcrane.com. I'm assuming this is just going to be like some kind of wipeout or more specifically um, the floor is lava, but just frogger themed. That's that's almost exactly what I'm assuming is a kind of a floor is lava esque. You know, super cheesy, but it's Frogger themed. I don't know. I'll I'll watch a, a, an episode or two, just like I did. The floor is lava, and we'll continue from there. All right. On a on a more depressing note, Reset Era, you know, one of the largest video game message boards on the internet, um, has enacted a total ban on threads for promotional material for the new Harry Potter game in the wake of J.K. Rowling's transphobic views and the recent discovery that one of the game's lead designers is a pro-Gamergate YouTuber. So, pretty much, um, you know, Reset Era would often have many threads being made almost every time, like, a new trailer for a game came out or discussing a game upcoming. And, in, and you know, in some way, that does build hype for the game, more advertising for the game. So they're, they, they've they said once the game is out, they can have an official thread about that for players of the game to discuss it. But up until it is out, no threads about the game can be made. They just don't want to seem like they are promoting this game in any way. Uh, all I can really say is, you know, pour one out for those devs. I guess some of those devs, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what to think about it. I, I, you know, that's a bad look. This, from what I understand, has never been done on, uh, on Reset Era or, or back when it was, uh, NeoGAF before it turned shitty. That's, that's not a great look. Um, what is a great look though? is that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 is getting Series X and PlayStation 5 updates on March 26th. It is a $10 upgrade fee, uh, which is rare to see. Usually those are free. This this one you gotta pay. I, yeah, I don't know exactly. 
But anyway, also they announced a Switch version, also coming March 26th, so that's cool for that. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of curious they didn't get kind of more people up in arms over the $10 upgrade fee. You think of all the stuff that happened with like the Control Ultimate Edition, and that game was like almost two years old. This game was pretty new, and they're just fine with this. I don't know, man. It seems like sometimes people get a pass and sometimes people don't. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 has been delayed to 2022, uh, which I'm pretty sure we could have all guessed. So, there you go. Uh, and this last news story, I just put it in here as I, hey, remember that? Hey, remember Watch Dogs Legion? Uh, the online is coming March 9th. They're still doing that. So, I guess, uh, get excited for that. Uh, that's gonna do it for news. I think at this point, I'm not going to do all the questions by myself. Uh, it just makes sense to to have more people come back uh, so we can get all their answers. No one wants just my answers for this. So I'm going to hold off, put all the questions for next week. Um, so let's do game of the week. Uh, hey, what's everyone's game of the week? Cool. Uh, my game of the week is going to be Spyro. I had the most fun with Spyro this week. Uh, the the uh, reignited trilogy. Someone's asking, Sean, what is your favorite pizza flavor? Okay, I'll answer that one. Favorite pizza flavor? Uh, I like Hawaiian. I'm a, I'm a pineapple on pizza guy. I love Hawaiian. Um, there you go. Uh, okay, a little bit of housekeeping. We did our Cyber Shadow episode live last week. We did it a week early because we were all done, fresh in our minds. So that's already up. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. Uh, some pretty heated comments on there about that game. So that's a, that's a good episode to listen to. Uh, the next month's game is Iconoclasts. So for March, we'll be playing through and discussing Iconoclasts, uh, which... I'm I'm very happy to see that game finally won. That game's been submitted for like a like a solid year from one of our Blue Eyes uh, patrons, uh, and they just you know they never wavered. They kept going, and it finally won. And that's a that's an underdog story right there, as as far as I'm concerned. I don't know the exact number for how many months, but it was a lot, and they finally got it. So we'll be playing through that. Um, so get excited for that. Also, and it's a bummer the other guys aren't here for this. We had a pretty fun uh, announcement we were going to give, but I guess I'll just give it myself. Um, currently, with a tentative, with a soft uh, deadline of April 1st, otherwise known as April Fool's Day, we are going to do, and this is going to be a fun Patreon perk, so if you're uh, at least, if you have access to TDP+, Plus, that's where it's going to show up on there. We are going to be doing a Game of the Year episode for 2009. Um, so it's going to be all the same categories, all of them, that we typically do, but we're going to pretend it's 2009. So that means you have to pick a 2008 game. That means you have to guess what your 2010 game of the year is going to be. <laughs> the way I described it is this is going to be basically we're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole and the pieces, the parts that don't fit the friction, that's where it's going to just get silly and fun. 
So we're looking forward to that. We're giving ourselves some time to look up. What also is pretty fun is I actually have a 2009 game of the year list saved in like a Google Drive, which I'm not looking at, but I'm going to bring that and compare to what I what I think is my top 10 versus what it actually was and see what what 2009 Sean uh, thinks. Um so get look forward to that. And if you're not a patron, uh, hopefully this will make you want to listen or, or you know, uh, get involved so you can download that episode at the very least. But again, we will be doing a uh, a 2009 game of the year episode on or around uh, April 1st. So get excited for that. Now I'm just realizing I, I have no way to end this episode, the, the live stream. I'm going to stop my recording and but I'm still going to be live on Twitch, so we'll see you guys next week. If you want to send in a question for next week, um, we'll probably have too many for next week. It's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, uh, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. All right.